and welcome to Suture Side Talk, episode 146. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Seelig. This is our special once-a-year spring cleaning episode that I just made up just now, and mm. uh, we are here at the cusp of, I guess, almost a full month into uh, the springtime now, and my nose is definitely feeling the improvements, I would say. Uh, oh, I thought you were gonna make an allergies joke. Uh, no, thank God, no, no. I, <laughs> I did sneeze a couple times, in which I was so worried. I was like, no, please, no, I don't <laughs> want to sneeze. <laughs> um, it's it's actually, dude, I've never been afraid of sneezing until post surgery, and then everything changed. Uh, it's it's crazy, but uh, this is our final episode of of uh, April specifically i guess you could say yeah oh yeah um, huh yeah oh uh, right i was about to be like wait but it's not like exactly throwing yeah. everyone off guard first with final episode and then less off guard with april because next week you know it would actually be our last week of recording during april but i will it actually kind of delays a lot of things but i'll be in new york for about a week uh just visiting some friends and family and stuff hanging around like new york to new jersey uh philly and stuff uh, it's going to be a good time. I might even go see Book of Mormon, which I'm really excited to go see potentially, you know, Broadway. Ooh. I didn't even know they were still going, although I guess it makes sense. Yeah, it's like that or Hamilton. And Hamilton was like three times the price. So I was like, I'm just going to do yeah. Book of Mormon. Plus, I feel like Hamilton will be there longer, if anything. Plus, if I want to watch the original cast, I could just watch that Disney Plus. One. Yeah, that's a really good recording. Yeah, so I could always check that out, too. Uh otherwise you know this did cause some delays for our anime episode that will cover potentially cover uh what was it attack on titans final final season the new show my dress up darling and also yashihime uh, i did actually secure andreas though already for uh sunday may 1st so it'd be the week after we could potentially record that giving us more time for the other delayed episode that i I did promise, and I'm sorry about that, for Horizon 2 Forbidden West, which we can for sure record the second week of May, and that is perfect amount of time to play it, beat it, potentially platinum it before talking about it, and just have every facet of it done, I think. that's you know, We'll that, see. I, I we'll feel see. like I'm getting pretty close to the main story being done, but it's one of those things where I could get to the edge of the map, and they could be like, now do like five more things. To like I mean, revisit all the areas or something like that. You're well ahead of me. I still, like I said, every week I only played that first day. I haven't touched it since. So uh, I, <laughs> yeah. So you're you're good. I, I'm the one that needs to do a lot there, uh, and that's pretty much probably what I'll be doing when I get back from New York, most likely. Uh, otherwise, those two things. Uh, this also, of course, impacted my plans for our kind of steel episode slash episodes for the you know uh pulse check which i will say is probably the best time to do it now because uh, i don't know if you've seen the news like uh with the warner discovery merger they're like uh potentially thinking of rehauling the dceu uh to figure it out Again. like more they're like well they're, they're trying to because you know it's always been a mess for yeah. the most part but they are th looking at things like well one uh, they're poorly utilizing heroes like Superman because they haven't been utilizing at all. So they're looking at that. They want to utilize their big ones 
more so. Uh, they want to have second like tier characters or like the characters that don't normally get their own movies like Joker, like Todd Phillips Joker movie. They want more of those for like the more, I guess, mundane second tier type characters like that because uh, they see big success in that kind of thing. Apparently, these are like things that have been coming out. Um, I've seen like one tweet of someone saying like, wait till May 20th. Uh, and which everyone asked, what was that? And he was like, you'll see. And it's like, what is, what is that? What the fuck does that mean? I don't know what that <laughs> means. So uh, because all that stuff, though, I think it'll be a perfect time in May to, uh, well, May, April, May, pretty much to uh, record anywhere from one to three episodes, kind of checking all of the DC movies that have been announced since Man of Steel and go through all those. And like I said before, I planned on if it is multiple episodes, I'd probably have someone different on for each one. Like I know you'd want to be on probably one episode and then I could get like Brandon on another one and stuff, but it could really, I really don't know if it'll be like one episode or three. It just depends on how much there actually is to talk about each movie. Cause it's kind of going into the details of each one. Like, Oh, who was attached to it? What happened to it? Like all the, everything we can around it type thing. But we got that. Um, up to it, down to it. Again, like I said, uh, next episode will probably be about surgeries and stuff and hospitalization and everything <laughs> else. Uh, that'll probably be in May. And then uh, next episode, I can already tell you, will be about the, the classic Halo trilogy. So those are also in the works. Uh, Sidewatch. Uh, we'll see. We, we don't still know yet. I will say uh, our co-host, my co-host for that show, Brandon uh, Blockstorf, not the other Brandon I just talked about, who's the San Francisco Brandon, but the Texas Brandon, or I guess formerly texas brandon uh he's moving currently to virginia i believe right oh, now interesting so i think once he's all settled in like that's why he's been busy among other things like he's just been getting ready for that kind of thing so once he's all done with that we'll be going through a, a probably very big catch-up uh because we did promise all of those episodes will still come out this year so we basically have all of january through april and probably then into may to catch up on in which I'm forcing a weekly format for the episodes until we are, I guess, until we break even until we fully catch up, but uh, we'll see how that goes in which I'll actually contact you for our February stuff. If you want to still do the Sean Connery Bond films, it it would be a Goldfinger and Thunderball, I believe were the two we were looking at. Um, But we still have one more January episode even before that so there's plenty of time and he wants to read all the books for those so i don't know how much that's gonna (laughs) delay us either too so we're gonna gonna see what happens there um but yeah we got all those coming uh i am like closing in on finishing all of my non-podcast stuff that i need to get done that's like been the thing that's been stopping me from kind of making all these things happen more consistently just like posting on twitter and tiktok and everything else uh, so, uh, we're getting there soon. Like one of the biggest things was actually filing my taxes, which I finally got done. Uh, but there's other things I have to plan and, uh, finish working on. So that is something I'm hoping to finish by the end of this month, if not, uh, early May, but I'm pretty sure I can finish it up, uh, and finally get over that hump of stuff, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, uh, for sure. Otherwise, yeah, this is Sutra Side Talk. Every week we talk what we've been playing and watching. Uh, this week because it's more of our spring cleaning episode and we don't have like the big features like Horizon or uh, Attack on Titan, My Dress Up Darling and Ashihime and stuff. Uh, we're just going to do, like I said, spring cleaning backlog stuff that we want to get through. We'll actually have an update on Destiny that's like a sub 
update because it's nothing involving the last episode we did or the upcoming one we'll have in like may june uh instead it's more like kind of how this this current activities and stuff and what we've been doing in that uh i got some tv shows a tv show and movies to talk about and plus uh some stuff with hunt showdown and then james i believe you said you had uh some apple arcade game and yeah there's like a couple apple arcade games i've like messed around with that like i don't know i i don't i haven't finished any of them but at least like for neocab i could talk about because like okay. i feel like you get the gist of it pretty quick and it's after that more about like the mystery and stuff like that uh, and then at least one anime I could talk about is Fire Force, which is interesting and weird. <laughs> okay. And uh, pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's that's what we we're doing. And I guess to start it off, ready to just discuss some some Destiny a little bit. Sure. Yeah. So, dude, I've been grinding a lot because I'm so behind again. <laughs> It's it's also shed some so I mean I'll, I'll go through a couple things one uh, I already did three guildings uh, for the season I gilded Dredgen uh, there was that like two weeks not this week but the last week was the um, what was it the it was double double XP in infamy for Gambit and then also in Vanguard for like strikes and everything else and the issue is now since. Uh, a couple of seasons now, I want to say, I think since the Rocket Launcher Ascendancy, which I think was last season, uh, they started doing a thing, which is the kind of, they you have to get through the reputation for the first like branch with all three different like vendors, like Zavala, Drifter, and Shax, and you'll get the seasonal weapon. You know what I'm talking about? Like last year was the mm-hmm. last time was the Ascendancy, the Rocket Launcher. This time, I forget what the shotgun's name is, but it's a shotgun. And I can't believe I forgot the name. I've been using it like for days now, but um, or actually like a week or so. Uh, it makes you go through the entire thing. It kind of forces you to reset your reputation with them in order to get this weapon. And then they go, oh, well, now you want to get the ornament for it for in each each uh, vendor has a different ornament. You basically have to then reset a second time to do it. And they did that last season for Ascendancy, which wasn't too bad because you have, what, six months to do it? It's not bad for like, oh, yeah, for the six months one. Yeah. This time it's half that duration. And also, you know, it's just kind of, you know, it's it's a grind. It is a grind. And that's why I was doing like the minimum with like all three of my characters, you know, do the pinnacle challenge, uh, like three of each activity each week with three characters and you'll eventually kind of get there, I think, on your own. But, you know, it means you're playing every week doing these things. And then I saw, oh, it's double XP weekend. It's double XP week for Gambit and Strikes. So I'm like, I'm just going to do this. Yeah. I'm just going to do all of this. I got through two resets for Gambit. I played so much Gambit. And I also forgot because I'm... uh trying to also guild dredgen i need 50 gambit wins oh my god i that's so many i made it to the point where i could solo the boss the primeval uh i didn't need my teammates anymore i would just my strategy was 
I, I wouldn't, I barely just fire on him until I could get him to uh, his, like, you know how he shields and then you have to go and kill like two envoys and stuff yeah. each time. Uh, once I would make sure we get a six stack and it didn't matter what his health was at that point if we were getting killed by another guardian that's invading. Uh, once he got to the six stack, I would just do uh, Orpheus, Rig, Mobius, Quiver for three shots, then potentially one or two Galhorn shots gone. Each, I'm just Damn. like, I worked out my thing and I'm like, I, as long as they can just help me get those first two uh, damage rounds done, that's all I needed my team for. <laughs> and I was just like, a, all right, cool. You guys are no longer necessary because I was just in like, I need to win mode. That's all you, it was, it was right. just a lot, um, but I did it. And then after I was like, cool, I'm never playing Gambit for the rest of the season. And then uh, this same week, Grandmaster Nightfalls came out and they changed it up now where, you know how before, you know, there's like the weekly nightfall uh, for Grandmaster. You're allowed to go through each one uh, without it. The It doesn't matter what the weekly rotation is. You're basically like you could go through each one once. Once you've completed it, uh, it goes away off of like your options to choose from. But oh, you could still join someone else that has that still available to them. And uh, I got through three of them i think last week i got through it's fallen saber i got through uh scarlet keep and arms dealer and arms dealer i literally just lfg'd because that you could do with your eyes closed it's so fucking easy uh the other ones are which i also did was uh birthplace of the vile that new one that takes place in the pyramid and the two i haven't done yet that i've failed on multiple occasions for is glassway and Lightblade. And Lightblade is actual pain. I heard actual so, pain. I've heard Lightblade is so bad on it's, Grandmaster. It's not it's not fun. And the worst part was I got the the uh Ally Cool, the Lightblade. He has three big bars when you're damaging him at the end. You know, he's running around the whole fucking place. There's multiple champions that keep spawning among like cursed thrall that are blowing up and everything else. Uh we got him to final bar, half of its left, and barrier champions spawn. There's two of them. And we're like, cool, we just got to take him out. My two fire team, I don't know what the fuck happened. My fire team guys just die. And I'm like, no, oh, no. <laughs> and I used all my cloaking already for my hunter. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so everything now turns to me and is like, hey, you're still alive. So I'm like running, getting chased. I get one cloak. I try to jump up to like get my buddy, one of my guys up. And unfortunately, the barrier is right on them. I somehow missed the jump. It does. He doesn't mantle. And I'm like, no, are you kidding? I hate when that happens. Invis gone. And I'm like, fuck. I attempt to jump on a pillar. I don't know how. Alakul appears behind me and just goes, I have an axe. And then just like chops me in half. And I'm like, I fucking hate Lightblade. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, and then, like, last night I was trying to do Glassway again, and my fire team was not good. Like, actually, I I, I could blame myself, but I I straight up, they were, <laughs> they were killing champions when we could finish them and get heavy from it to have more heavy for the next area. And he kept killing it, and he knew exactly why it kept dying, and he'd still do the same thing anyway over and over and over. And I'm like, no, this is why it keeps dying. Please stop killing the champions so we can get heavy. It was a whole ordeal. But, mm -hmm. um... Long story short, I also got Unbroken done this week, too. I just, like, did Iron Banner bounties with all three characters and killed myself in it. But uh, 
going through all of that again and then just remembering like when like some of my friends are just like dude why are you doing this to yourself and i'm like to get the gildings and they're like do you even like the gildings and i'm like i don't know i just want them accomplished (laughs) and i thought about it and i'm like dude i still haven't touched horizon and i'm doing all this shit because i want it done but do i really care that much about them at the same time and it's like why am i doing this And it made me think about it. And I'm just like, I mean, I feel like I've gone through this dance with Destiny so many times at this point. And I think you have too at this point of like, how many things do you want to get done? Uh, How far do you want? How deep do you want to get into? Like I I said before, I drew the line at the triumphs that just give you points and nothing else. Like they don't give you emblems, ghosts or anything. They don't unlock lore. What's the point of doing that for your score that literally does nothing? Do a game score for Destiny and only Destiny. Literally. And I don't even care about those things anymore. Like, I platinum certain games if I really, really care. Um, like Horizon 2, I probably will. But uh, it, there's no other point to it. And I've been using three characters again just so I can unlock certain things. And I'm still going to be using my Warlock and Titan specifically, really, just to get those exotic glaives that each class gets specifically. But other uh, than yeah. that, like... Um, I guess my thing I was thinking of was like next season, do I guild everything? Do I bother with like uh, gilding dredgen, gilding my, uh, well, I guess I'm broken. It's about to be reset uh, because they're doing the new one. Instead, they're going to have like a new crucible seal. But like, do I go for this crucible seal? Do I guild dredgen? Do I guild conquer and dead eye and stuff? I, uh, when instead I should probably be playing all these games I haven't even touched yet. Like I'm, I still need to play like, this is how far back I am still. I have to play outer worlds and death stranding from 2019. Oh my God. Which, you know, pre pandemic, I was saying I still have to play Witcher three. So, you know, we're, we're farther. We're not at, at least the pandemic allowed me to get from 2015 to 2019, which is nice. And I more or less got through most of 2020 having like annihilated Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Part 2. Uh, except actually we still have to do the raid now that I think about it. Okay, so I'm not done with Ghost of Tsushima. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, a summer I, thing. I, I think that's forgetting. a spring summer thing. That's a spring summer thing for us, for sure. Yeah, we I keep forgetting about the uh, director's cut that like has deals. I literally haven't even touched I- Iki Island. Oh, you haven't either, actually. I was going to do Iki Island and then New Game Plus because I do really want to play that game again. Yeah, But also, I should still play other games. Uh, But yeah, so I'm like missing out on all these games and I'm to the point where, you know, I was catching up on my backlog. I was depleting it. And 2022, you know, there's even though there's so many delays, there's still so many games coming out where it's going to hit me again where I'm going to start backlogging more and just be playing Destiny And then I'm going to be like, wait, where did all these more games come from? How did this happen? So I am considering like, yeah, trying to at least like I'm going to finish what I want to get done for this season. And at least I think like the minimum of what I'll do is at least just get through the seasonal seal. Like that goes everything that's very achievable, very easy. It's not something that's going to kill me to do. And it's not killing myself going into Gambit and strikes and crucible every week or like spending an entire week during double xp weeks to get through it just so i can have it done and go cool it's done it's like did you enjoy yourself and then you go no why would i enjoy myself doing that (laughs) (laughs) so i think that's it's more of a job now (laughs) exactly so i shouldn't i really should like kind of step away more 
Um, so I do plan on doing that. Um, I don't know how much of the expansion I want to get done now. I mean, I, I do want to have everything done before the next episode that we like our part two discussion on it. But now I'm like, okay, so at least I, if, if I don't worry about these guildings and stuff, I'll feel a lot better and just like get these uh, specific things done. Uh, what sucks too is that with these last two like conqueror ones, uh, I just have to probably grind some more strikes and then I'll be done with my second. I'm like almost done with my second reset for Vanguard. It's my last thing. And then the only other thing I need, James, is to grind my ass through dares to get the stupid ass four on oh, yeah. That's the only once that's done, I that at least it doesn't matter what season it is. I'm just never gonna do dares again. I'll just be <laughs> done with dares. It won't matter. I'm, I'm it's gonna be over. <laughs> it's so to weird to me it. that you have to do so much dares of eternity just for like the catalyst. Yeah. The worst thing too is uh when I'm gonna do it, I can't stop doing dares. Like I, I can't stop for any other activity because you know, uh it'll build up that five streak, which will help. Mm -hmm. uh but the minute you do any other activity it takes away that streak and i'm just gonna be like nah nah i'm just gonna get it done in one or two days and then be free of dares of eternity and i will never hear the nays of star horse ever <laughs> again uh which you know it's actually pretty funny hearing that voice but uh what about you How, how's how's your destiny life been so I haven't been really grinding at all. Like most of my free time Congratulations. is Congratulations. Yeah. So like I've actually been kind of enjoying myself in Destiny when I play it. Disgusting. Uh, <laughs> it's mostly been just like the the weekly like um like story missions uh, to replay from Witch Queen and stuff like that. But like one of the things that's been standing out to me is like the altar of reflection thing that uh, they've mm. been doing every week. Specifically mm -hmm. the fact that Sabathun keeps fucking with us. Yes. And giving us like two truths, two lies. And like every time I hear one of those scenes, I'm just like, I don't know which ones I want to be real because they all sound cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be crazy. And we're going to I like that's one thing we're going to do uh, in the next th that part, too, is we're going to go through all of them, too. That's going to be fun. Yeah, uh, I, I do want to write them all. I'm going to write them all down. So we're like ready to kind of give our conjecture on that because it's such a interesting thought because I do love that they like to establish something that could be happening years later in like real life yeah. for the game. And it's just like, oh my God, I can't believe you guys are fucking doing this to us. Yeah. Like so. one of the things was like the traveler is going to leave again. And like another one was like the Oryx is going to come back or something like that. Yeah. And traveler goes out to get milk. Oryx gets yeah. com comes back on Easter. All these things are happening. It's like, oh my God, it's yeah. crazy. It's just like the possibilities of what could be coming in like the next couple of years for destiny is insane. Very much so. Yeah. Um, other than that, have you been? Have you finished season of the Risen story? Well, I, mean, I guess we don't talk about, it, but like uh, we'll save that for later. But uh, did you at least get through the main story stuff? Uh, I think so. Like we like we mentioned in the uh, Destiny episode we did the other day, like it it feels like the season's main co content is over, but like yeah, it I think only it had like four weeks of story, so it it feels like. There could be something at the end of the season, maybe. We'll see. But yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. No you already maxed spoilers, out a, I guess, but you could already max out your um your war table reputation like your, uh, yeah. those upgrades and stuff. You can already max them out. Like it's over pretty much in that sense too. But yeah, like the the story arc with like Saladin specifically this season has been like really cool. Yeah, no, very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, I feel weird because I have like played literally no Gambit or Grusel this entire season. You know, it's all not, been story stuff. You're not missing too much. You know, it's yeah. just you know, it's kind of crazy, but it's it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, dude, when I'm not playing Destiny, I have been playing Hunt Showdown a lot because yeah. they had their event going also during this whole time, uh, called Traders Moon. And it's like another they do like kind of like quarterly events where they'll last like a couple weeks usually or so like two to three weeks. Maybe this one was like a month long. It's actually still going for like one or two more days. I want to say uh, I already finished it, uh, but they'll always do a thing where it's like, oh, you have to go through like this tree of unlocks and stuff and you have to get to 10,000 uh, event XP and you'll like get your you'll finish up and you could do like 5000 bonus XP. And that'll convert into five thousand hunt dollars, which is like one of the in-game currencies, which is a lot for, especially because each it's one of those things where you purchase like tools, consumables, weapons for your character. You go in if that character dies, you lost all that stuff. So that all costs in-game currency money, uh, which uh, the money is free, and you earn it by playing things in the game and like looting things and getting out of there alive sometimes. Or even if you die, you still get money. So it's like kind of a thing like that, but the 5,000 does help a lot of players potentially. Some don't have that much money. So they're actually stuck choosing specific weapons or just getting like shitty hunters with like no anything attached to them, uh, which, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I don't because I have a shit ton of money that I've unlocked, but <laughs> uh, I, I just keep buying all the like special uh, actual purchased hunters and stuff. Um, but this event was very interesting because it was a little bit different than the last one uh but also similar like the last event they did there is usually like uh for the certain events uh this one to get your points you can get like from four to 20 points depending on what you're doing there's these little tumbleweed looking things that you basically step on or touch and they break four points uh there's these cool skeleton scarecrows that give you eight points uh there is clues you like basically investigate and usually get up to three in a territory and that'll then tell you where the boss is that you get the bounty from when you kill them uh you'll get 12 from the clue if it's a special event clue not all the clues are event mm. clues and it'll like look different uh killing a boss will like drop three tumbleweed things so more or less 12 points there too the biggest one is looting a dead hunter whether you kill them or not if you can loot them that's 20 points um and you have to get ten thousand. Uh, and uh, it's, you know, it's doable. What they do is in two points of the tree, you unlock a contract that gives you like double XP and it's for like two hours. And you also, uh, when you use the Stark site to scan for where the clues are and how far they are, you could also scan to see if there's any event stuff like the little tumbleweed things. And it gives you like uh, a 30% or like a 20% bonus of a, of a vision of like how far you can see. The thing with these contracts, they started this last event during Christmas. Uh, it used to be that it would come in as a tool, as a consumable. You could use it just like uh, boosting yourself with stamina, health, or uh, poison resistance. And it would start, and it would have a two-hour timer on it. And it would start when you put it in yourself. And now, it just, when you unlock it, timer starts. So you could be like, I just want to do one more match and then, you know, I'm done for the night. It's like, I don't know, 1 or 2 a.m. <laughs> Fucking contract starts and now you have a two-hour thing to go through and you're like, 
either I don't do it, I lose all this double XP I could be getting, and they just basically maybe waste it because you don't get to choose when to start it. Or I stay up till 4 a.m. doing this shit. Uh. <laughs> and it's like, you know, certain. I, I lucked out where I saw I was like 30 points or 100 points away from it. And I'll just stop for the night. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to risk it. I, I don't want to get this right now. And uh, it worked out for me. Other people, like uh, some of my friends, straight up just lost their contracts because they weren't going to stay up that late to play and stuff like yeah, that. No, that's ridiculous. So I really don't like this new feature they inserted for that. And it's kind of annoying. Uh, the other annoying thing is, well, this is where it kind of gets to a couple points here. One is usually in the past events when you get to that 10,000, like you'll unlock everything from weapons to special legendary weapon skins that usually will cost like real money or blood bonds, which is the equivalent, I would say, of like silver in Destiny. Um, okay. But you can actually get it in game like you can actually you don't have to always buy it like you can earn it too. just it takes a lot of time uh, yeah, to get some free some to play them. games do that. They'll, they'll give you like a little bit of the premium currency. Yeah. From time to time. But yeah, there's like a mix of it where some cost money, some cost blood bonds. And uh, what happens here is uh, at the end of it, usually you'll get a hunter, a legendary hunter. So like a specific skin and, you know. Uh, some of them cost like a bunch of blood bonds. Others will range from like, they could be like $5 skins or something. But usually there'll be one tied to this event that you can unlock and it's really cool. And like last time for Christmas, it was this really cool fucking Krampus one. And uh, this time they did it differently. Instead, you get a weapon skin for a shotgun, which is fine, but no hunter. But they introduce mm. the new hunter. Mm. And then they go, he's part of a bundle with other stuff, $10. And That's uh, they're like, well, it's on sale. It's 10% off, so $9. But they did another thing that was new for this event. Uh, they tied, it was like kind of a pay to, not pay to win, but pay to have an advantage uh, by taking four specific legendary hunters and giving them an event boost if you chose to play as those specific characters. One was the new one that just came out. That's $10. The other three were ones that you can only buy with actual money. Mm. Uh, and I luckily had already purchased one and I ended up purchasing the new guy, the new guy's bundle anyway, but they'll give you like a 3% extra like vision of looking at stuff. And uh, they do like, they, they get small bonuses like that. And it's kind of annoying because they, the issue, I guess you would say your complaint would be it's anti, it's like anti-consumer against the community more or less because yeah. it went from oh you unlock this hunter to well no you actually want to buy the hunter now instead because you want to do good in the event and do better so don't you want to spend money on this hunter and do that instead Damn, but you also don't get a hunter yeah so they're they're i get it from a business standpoint they're like we need money so here let's do this yeah the i guess more optimistic maybe apologetic approach i don't know how you describe it is this game has been much better to the consumer than most other games that are serviceable. Like mm -hmm. everything from, I guess you could say Destiny to uh, more so like Call of Duty, Fortnite, Apex, all those types of games. It's not like Fortnite where they're like, here's a hundred skins that you can only purchase. All these games, you know, they have season passes that you have to purchase all the time and do all this stuff. And you don't even get everything from them. You have to still unlock them all. 
even after you spend all the money on everything else. And it's yeah. you pay for the opportunity to get things, which yeah, that's you know. so weird to me. And also, if you want to get them and you don't have time to, you can pay to get them after you've already paid yep. for the pass. So Hunt doesn't have a pass. Instead, it has these events that don't last that long and you don't necessarily have to pay a cent for them. And you could probably get through this event without paying for those characters for anything. But I do see the fact of like, you know, they're probably like, you know, we want to keep updating the game. We want to keep fo like helping people. But once they bought the game, you know, we're not getting any income from this besides coming out with these hunters and skins that for like hunters and weapons that people might not, not necessarily purchase because they're more uh, cosmetic than anything. Uh, so here's something that would make potentially it would incentivize people to want to uh, spend money. So at the same time, I guess as an event, it didn't do as well. So at least judging it as an event, I didn't like that. But understanding why they would do that in terms of uh, financial things does make sense. And I don't really I don't like I'm not angry at them for that, if that makes sense. Like I'm, yeah. I, I'm, under, I'm understanding of why they would uh, do something like that for sure. Uh, the other thing was they did one interesting thing where they go, uh, blood bonds usually, uh, anything that's over like 300 is a lot to buy something with blood bonds. Some people will still use them and like pay for whatever, but, uh, they did a thing where they're like, Hey, if you, you can buy this new, like skin of a choke bomb, which like puts out fires and they're like, it's a thousand blood bonds. And you're like, Why? is it so much? And they go, well, we have a special thing for you. Kind of. It's like a, it's like a rebate. Uh, you Ooh. buy the, you buy the bundle, the, the turncoat was the legendary skin. You buy his bundle for the event. It's nine, $10, probably $9 at this point. Still you buy the cicada bomb, which was the, the choke bomb. That's a thousand blood bonds. And you reach 10,000 XP. You basically finish the event. You will get, 800 blood bonds for doing so so you're basically That's they're saying weird, though. buy the hunter pack do the event buy the cicada bomb the cicada bomb in the end then only costs you two 200 blood bonds kind but of. they still want you to basically like pay up front and then if you finish the event you get some money back yes Ugh. <laughs> i, don't like I did i mean i got it all done and i got it back uh, okay. so I basically <laughs> i spent nine dollars on that pack and then i spent 200 blood bonds on it and yeah, so that was like kind of, but I was fine doing it. Usually, that's the only time I think I've spent actual like full price or like over like around ninety percent uh, or over fifty percent on a actual like hunter bundle. Usually, I'll wait for them to be around fifty to sixty percent off before I'll even purchase them. Uh, so they because, do sales like frequently. Yes, they do a lot of mm -hmm. sales frequently, both in game currency and like with the blood bonds and with uh, actual money too. That's I'll usually wait. Um, Though I'll I'll I don't need it to be sixty percent or something for the blood bond ones, just because I'm not spending real money, so I'm okay doing it if it's like 40 percent off or something, uh, if that makes sense. But right. overall, the event wasn't too bad. I like the I always like the themes they do, but it's one of those things now where I'm kind of waiting, going like, you guys need to make a new boss. I, like not even I'm not like asking for a new map. I just I, other players also just really want a new like themed boss because there's like a, a guy called like the butcher which is a giant pig man that has like a flaming sword that you could put out but he's just like an insane pig man there's a this creepy shadow assassin thing that comes out throws knives at you uh there's uh, a spider that poisons you and it just runs around everywhere 
And then the newest one that came out like a year or two ago was Scrappy, which is like a giant bird man that takes in your like, in the zone you're in, he'll take the entire resources away from that, like, like the place you're at. So he's carrying everything. You don't have anything. You have to basically damage the shit out of him, shit out of him. And he'll drop stuff like health packs and uh, melee weapons. You can beat him with and other things like that. Uh, but people want someone that's like, uh, a gator or a fish or something since this is like you know southern bayou theme and stuff like that so uh we're waiting for like a new type of themed boss because that would be tight but yeah that was hunt showdown um and what was the one of the apple arcade games you played uh so i started playing neocab and i granted i only played it for a night but it doesn't it doesn't seem like a super complicated game it's more just about like like i said uncovering the mystery of the story and stuff like that and I think I first heard about this game when it was on like a Nintendo, like Nindy's Direct thing or whatever. So it's just, it's interesting that it's also on Apple Arcade. But the main gist is like, you are one of the last human Uber drivers left, essentially. Like it's set far enough in the future that like automated cars are becoming more and more common. So like, why would you ever hire like a human cab that might be like, you know, more dangerous because robots are more efficient and they're better at watching their environment and never like getting distracted and stuff like that. Like to the point where there are actually some characters in this game that you pick up in your cab that are anti real car because they're just like they're they're dangerous. You should either ride your bike or get like an automated cab or something like that. Uh, but the main mystery is just like you are moving to a new town to like stay with a friend that like you kind of had like a fight with six months ago and you're trying to, you know, ma uh, make up with them and, you know, start a new life in a new place. And the first night you're there, she's like, Oh, I, I got like a few more things to take care of. And like, you know, I, I messed up at work. I, I uh, pissed off a client. I got to go like make good with them real quick. I'll, I'll talk to you later. And then she just like disappears and the mystery that you're trying to un uh, uncover is like what happened to her who could have done something like was it the guy she was saying at work that she like pissed off was it like the client w was it like you know someone else that she was trying to meet that night like she kept talking about like a new boyfriend or whatever was it him and so it's like and apparently you have to balance your like you have to keep up your driving contracts and stuff like that. Like you have to get a certain quota of like passengers per night, mm -hmm. but you also have to, um, you know, find time to investigate clues that you find. Like I came across one uh, client that ended up being like, like a, not a chaotician or something like that, but it was like essentially um, like a quantum statistician or something like that. So she basically while talking to her, she was like, I used my like super code breaking math skills to figure out where your friend would be in like a potential alternate universe. Maybe you should check out this nightclub. And I'm like, OK, that's interesting and weird. And I don't know. It's just like the whole concept of like you are an Uber driver. Like I never expected a game about being and it's not called Uber. It's like some other company or whatever. I think you're probably called li literally Neocab. But it's just interesting to me that someone, I guess, was either 
in an Uber uh, uh, car someday or just like thinking about modern society and just was like, hey, you know, I could make a game about being an Uber driver and just picking up fares and dealing with that shit. And what if I throw a mystery in there? Like, it's a very interesting concept. And like, definitely, at least so far, if anyone listening has an Apple Arcade subscription worth uh, checking out, I don't know how much it costs on Switch. Uh, And like I said, I've only played it for a night. So I... It could be like the you get to the end of the mystery and it's like totally not interesting at all. But so far, at least, I'm interested in keeping going from time to time. I mean, it's literally on my phone. I can just play it like a little bit at a time. Yeah. Okay, interesting. And this is part of the Apple Arcade like like set there. Yeah. So one thing I like about Apple Arcade is that all the games like it's like a very curated service. So like the only things that go on there are generally games that like will never ask you for microtransactions or anything. So for like the five dollars a month you put into Apple Arcade, it's like they'll never ask you for more or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so that's where you get like the the games that are actually on the Apple store that have like an actual story to play and or, or just like fun to play. And it's not just like trying to hook you uh into spending more time like uh i fell off of elder scrolls blades so fast as soon as it was like now build up your town and like take 16 hours like literally wait 16 hours or pay us like a few bucks to get this like new building in your town i need to get back to that game i forgot about it it's so unfortunate because that game had like an actually decent like mobile mobile combat system yeah mobile combat system and stuff but it's just like the the for lack of a better word, mobileification of like the Elder Scrolls gameplay of just like not just build your town, but like literally either pay to skip time or just like wait for like up to a whole day for shit to happen. I, I just like that is the quickest way to turn me off of a game is to be like, now you can't play it for like X amount of time it, for well, I mean, you can, it's just like, you won't get anything out of it. Whereas games like Neocab, it's just like, I'll pick up one more fare and see like what the next person's like, or, or if I get another clue or something like that. Like, it also has this interesting thing where, of like balancing, um, like you literally have to earn money and, to keep your car going and you have to like uh, stop at like charging stations to charge your car. Um, and they have an interesting like emotion system where... <laughs> Like, depending on how you interact with your affairs, your character might get either upset or angry or, like, happy and stuff like that. And the... I don't know if I like this or not, but depending on what mood your character is in, it might either force you to pick certain dialogue options or prevent you from picking other ones. And I kind of wish it would let you just, like, even if your character's, like, super pissed off, like, it'd be cool if you could still, like, force them to say something that you want to say but like so i don't often feel like i'm in complete control it, i'm like i guess stupid pun here more along for the ride but <laughs> um i don't know it's like i said it's interesting i i'll probably give it another shot and keep keep going i i really don't know how long it is if it's like a really long game then i might just not because like i keep saying I'm barely struggling to get through Horizon and Destiny at this point. So, oh, for sure. Like, I literally was just, like, super tired one night. And I was like, I don't want to get, like, super into, like, Destiny or Horizon tonight. What? 
I'll just like fiddle with my phone. And I saw like NeoCab in like the one of my home screens was just like, oh, yeah, that game. I'll, I'll give it another shot. I uh, I had recently got an Apple Arcade because like three months for free yeah, it came comes with my phone. phone. And I didn't activate it until it was like, it's going away March 31st. So like late March, I activated it. I still haven't touched it. I honestly don't know if I will during this three month span and then I'll probably cancel it before then. But yeah. uh, if I do, I'll eventually try to do something because I haven't touched mobile games in so long, especially with the fact that I'm like, if I'm going out and I could do something mobile, I still have a backlog on my Vita. Yeah, exactly. And I still need to play more than just Animal Crossing on my Switch out of all the games I've bought for that so far. So I should probably get to those eventually. That's why I'm like, yeah, so it's all. It's yeah, that's the thing. thing. It's man. like, that's like Apple Arcade stuff is probably like the lowest on my list of things to play, but it is still surprising like how much actually decent stuff they have on there. Like, I mean, that's good though. I'm glad, I'm glad they have, like, I remember when they first announced it, I was very, very skeptical. So yeah. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. And I'm happy then that potentially other people have it and they're potentially enjoying themselves and not having to deal with microtransactions if they're yeah. just paying $5 a month and they could just enjoy themselves playing games that aren't, they're games that are just games. They're games with no ulterior yeah, motive exactly. of trying to grab you with something, which is actually Honestly, that makes this potentially just a, the best potential for mobile games. That's what uh, I feel. If you really think about that, because, yeah, all the games, including Pokemon Go, any game you play that's mobile for the most part that I've ever t- partook in always have an ulterior motive of like, hey, mm-hmm. nickel and diming you. Money. Yeah, yeah. So that's really nice. Yeah, I, that's the thing I appreciate most about Apple Arcade is it feels like Apple's actually trying to be like, no, 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 no one takes mobile gaming seriously we're going to show you why you should at least respect it. And that like, there is good shit here. So maybe I'll, maybe I go somewhere or do something where I am actually waiting, but I didn't bring that stuff because I just left my car and I'm just standing there with maybe headphones on or something, listening to something or just on my phone, checking news. I don't know that that could potentially be a time I might check it out. So thank That's, that's cool. I need to go back and finish Lego builders story because I got like really far into that and I'm probably in. Wait, there's a Lego game in there. It, yeah, not it's not like Lego uh, Star Wars or anything where it's like an action platformer you could, stuff. You could build Legos in your phone. It's a puzzle game, but it's like a really interestingly like like there's no dialogue or anything, but it's they very clearly tell you a story of like a father and son trying to like spend time together, but like constantly being pulled apart by like life problems and like work and stuff like that. And it's interesting how much emotion they can get into that with like literally nothing but lego pieces also it's like really well rendered it's a beautiful game all right i'm i might check this out maybe even later i mean not that game like i might start looking through later today maybe i'm actually gonna utilize this yeah you, you might be you might be selling me on this man honestly i think it was the no matter microtransactions that kind of was the tipping scale there so yeah. i appreciate that okay uh one show I've been wanting to knock out now uh, because I literally watched the last four seasons of it was Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, I love uh, that show. Fantastic show. Really great cop comedy. Uh, it's the only close thing I watched to a cop show because I don't know why. Like uh, growing up and still to this day, I'm pretty sure my mom and sister, they just love cop dramas. I don't understand it. Like a lot of there's just such a following for all these different cop dramas from Law and Order and CSI and 
uh, the rookie or whatever, Grey's Anatomy and other <laughs> things. I don't fucking know. But they're all just like, I don't get it. I don't understand how like how that all works. But uh, this show, I said it, I've talked about it before, I think, for the first four seasons. But it's so funny. It's fantastic. Andy Samberg, I don't think there's an episode where he doesn't at least make me smile when he says yeah. like his ridiculous <laughs> stuff. Or if it's like, you know, before the episode really starts, they have like a funny intro a cold something open, occurring. Yeah. Yeah, cold. Yeah, cold event. It's so fucking good. Like they're, they do such a good job, and you always love the characters. Uh, I, I'm not really gonna go through all the entirety of these four seasons because at this point too, they're so jumbled up. But I will say, like, I've en- I enjoyed such things as like the build up and eventual occurrence of Amy and Jake's wedding, yeah. where they finally got married. Uh, all the stuff they had to go through to finally get there. Their parents meeting, which was fantastic. Like Jake's dad keeps chopping off his yeah. fucking his fucking finger. It happens twice. He keeps uh, chopping his finger off. I just oh love that like the confidence the first time of like I know how to cut a turkey. I can do this, and then you immediately just like oh I cut my thumb. Oh I cut it so bad. <laughs> the blood spreading. I was like ah, it's so good. Uh, and then he does it at the right before the baby shower. Where they do like the the gender reveal, or no, it was the gender oh, yeah. reveal party. He does it because his dad's. Uh, I forget who plays his dad, but or yeah, Jake's yeah, like, grandfather. I, uh, I he's like a face. navy admiral, but yeah, he does it again. I forget how. I think he's supposed to cut the cake or something, and it's just Probably, like, yeah. <laughs> the gender reveal. It's green, and they're like, "What is this?" Oh yeah, <laughs> that was so good. It's like, oh, your baby's Irish. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god! It was it was like stuff like that. Um, the continuous like kind of once per season Pontiac Bandit with uh, Craig Robinson's character. Oh, um, oh, was it Shelley? Uh, Judy. Judy. Oh God, Doug, Doug Judy. Judy. Yeah, Doug and Judy. His and his Trudy a, Judy. Trudy Judy. Who's <laughs> Trudy Judy's a piece of shit? I'll tell <laughs> you right. She's actually a piece of shit, dude. I love how like close friends like. J- uh, Jake and like Trudy become or not Trudy uh, Doug Doug become like yeah. it's so funny so fucking good like he literally sets him up to arrest his friends at his bachelor party in when they were in Florida and he's like oh I did that on purpose my fiance didn't want them there so I had to <laughs> arrest them <laughs> it was so stupid but it's so good the way they pull all that off and then he like gets actually sent to prison and then Jake actually sort of helps him break out and he moves to Amsterdam. Uh, what was it? He, he saw the the waffle waffle cookies or something and he was like, these are amazing, Jake. This country has all these things. <laughs> so good. That, um, the Halloween heists, like the, these things are so iconic now for this show. And then uh, I forgot that they, I don't know. I think the show is completely finished, right? They like fully wrapped it up. It sounded like uh, they wanted to bring it they? back. I thought... I thought like Hulu or someone picked them up, but it's hard to. Or is so it Amazon? I don't know. I forgot to look, to look it up, up because yeah, if you look it up, while I'm talking about it. But like, uh, the final season, I want to say they do kind of like a time jump because it's all COVID, and it like takes place after COVID because they stop wearing masks. So it's uh, ironically enough like a post. It's like a future show that doesn't actually take place where we were. It takes place probably two years after where we were just because everyone like i said they're not wearing masks anymore they just did like a cold open where they wear masks at the beginning of the final season 
And then after that, uh, they were just all kind of normal again. And they did for like one or two episodes, more or less approach kind of, you know, all the, the summer protests that occurred after the shootings and everything else or the, yeah, I don't remember them continuing after that. Okay. Yeah. So they, you know, uh, yeah, they had, it might actually just be over. I think it is the way they mm. kind of end it there. But, you know, you have Diaz left the police force because she couldn't work with them. Like, she couldn't work for them anymore after everything that happened uh, in real life. And she becomes, like, a private eye that helps people that are, like, kind of getting racial injustice and whatnot. Uh, They do approach other things, like, within the police force of seeing, like, oh, how does this work? And it's like, well, why didn't the captain, like, we brought the evidence to this other precinct's captain. Why didn't she do anything? And it's like... She literally goes through all the reasons why, which are actually what sounded like real reasons where she's like, you know, uh, it'll have to go through all these systems. It won't actually work out. Uh, I'll probably get in trouble for it. And it's all this other stuff. And she's like, they, all the cops that are afraid to get in trouble are like, I'm actually, I'm a, I'm a good cop. I, you know, I'm like one of the good ones. And it's like all the ones that are still part of the problem are like, I'm one of the good ones. And like, because <laughs> Jake says it early in the episode. And it's like, you know, if you have to say that, you're probably not. And he's like, I don't know what you mean. And when the other captain says that, he looks at Diaz like, okay, I see what you mean now, now <laughs> that I'm watching someone else say it and uh it's it's a whole thing and you know they try to solve these things but uh they just attempt to address it and it's interesting too just because of all the shows to do that it's the one that's that's a comedy that is ends up being the one that does to attempt to try to talk about it more especially for the fact you know the shows had a gay black captain for the precinct for the entire series so it's like you know, you have to approach all those things, among others. But uh, it's, yeah, overall, the show finished fantastically. I enjoyed a lot of it. I felt sad the way they, you see it end because it's like, oh, Jake retires from being a cop to be a full-time dad. Uh, Amy and Captain Holt both get, like, promoted to the point where they're, they've left the precinct. And uh, only, I think, Terry becomes the captain and the only other detective there is, like, Boyle and fucking Hitchcock and Scully. I think actually no, no, I think Scully no Hitchcock retired. He's like been on an island the whole time. Uh for that final remember that the the final season, he's just on an iPad like the entire time FaceTiming Scully. And I then feel it turned like I out might have missed a season. Like oh I, he was like on a he was on a Paradise Island and for the Halloween heist he comes back and goes like that was all part of the heist. I was here the whole time <laughs> for the whole season. It was so oh, stupid. Man. I gotta go see if I missed a season because, like, some of this is not sounding yeah. familiar to me. And I'll say the last thing: uh, I found it hilarious the origins of Hitchcock and Scully were in the eighties. That I remember. They that were was like so funny. action heroes, and they were actually these buff, fucking good-looking dudes that I, I pulled everything the, off. Yeah, I just love Jake being like, "What happened to you?" And it was the the woman they saved. She was like, "Oh, here you can have free wings." And then they yeah, they like relocated her to like sh- her new job was like a. Uh, not a donut shop, but like a bakery. Yeah, no, I think it was, I thought it was like yeah, yeah, but yeah, they and then they eat. Maybe it was then, a donut shop, but yeah, she just kept giving giving them like free pastries and they, they would eat they them every time. Fat. They just yeah, they just made them what they were, and I was just it was so dep- that part was just depressing. I was like, no, <laughs> it's so sad. Oh my god, it's it's fantastic though. What a great show. Um, I'm glad I'm finally I finished it though. It was like one of those shows where I kept watching very rarely. So it's just like sitting there like midway through a season, like eventually I might watch one episode or something, but 
Yeah. Uh, I guess the next one in line of like an unfinished show that I need to get back to in that sense is probably um, Archer, I think. Because mm. I stopped before he did all those. Um, the, wasn't it supposed to be he's in the like coma, coma seasons? Yeah, I, didn't, I haven't seen the coma seasons in possibly the season before that. I can't remember. I'm actually tempted just to start over uh, just because I don't remember anything anymore. Uh, for the most part so we'll see what happens there oh man yeah i didn't i didn't watch season eight i got a, I got a whole season of a show to watch oh my god yeah <laughs> i think i also just really really want to rewatch an episode i think where it felt like they were in predator and it turned out like this guy that's archer's friend apparently while archer was like knocked out had taken advantage of archer and gone through his back door <laughs> and it was for some reason predator themed like the, sh- the movie predator <laughs> i don't remember but somehow like that episode remains like something incredibly hilarious to me and i really just need to see it again to know why but yeah anyway yeah so i watched that um do you got anything else or i could probably knock out potentially one more thing maybe um one or two more things i don't know we're getting close to an hour now yeah, yeah. uh you could probably do one more thing all right lost in space season three uh the final season for this show and i'm glad netflix did it this way because you know it was predetermined how long it would run it was just gonna be three seasons it's not overexerting itself or going crazy with whatever the hell it's trying to pull off and it doesn't you know it doesn't live long enough to see itself become the villain which is something a lot of shows nowadays especially if they're on the cw do the yep. flash <laughs> the fucking flash supernatural I just went on like 10 more seasons it should, no it was like 12 or 13 uh or 14 actually uh but ironically enough it should have stopped at five that was the only that show actually did stay good after three seasons but it should have stopped after swan song that was like the ending for that show but i think i stopped at season 11 before i gave up it was like supernatural and the walking dead are like the only two shows where i was and the flash where i was like never again i'm just done yeah. supernatural lost me after it's like Okay, we we defeated Lucifer. There's something even worse. It's the Leviathans. Like what? <laughs> yeah, that's what that was after season five. That was uh, they got like there was this because the whole thing was like oh there's monsters and ghosts and stuff and then they got very angelic, and then they're like well we're going back to monsters but these ones are super sized. We made the mighty the mighty kids meal of monsters, yeah. uh, and all that shit. Yeah. Now we're dealing with purgatory. Like. And then okay. after they got really into angels and then there was like evil different sects of angels and they just kept making more and more angels and it was ridiculous. Anywho, yeah, so Lost in Space, uh, final season, it was like uh, finishing up where the all the children of this like colony get separated from the adults and they become like a self-sustaining environment on this hmm. planet that they didn't even really get to explore. Um judy uh judy robinson who is like the oldest one who is only her mom was her mom but like her father was uh her stepfather which he's like you know the father to the other two robinsons like willow robinson and stuff and um penny but she finds her birth father who's been in like stasis the whole time interesting uh in this lost ship yeah that's been orbiting this planet that they're at uh, the whole thing is like these robots have been hunting Will Robertson and they want to kill him or Will Robinson uh, because he, uh, you know how they have a robot with them? Mm-hmm. 
uh, he's from that like group of robots and he changed his like appearance to fit more of like the human form in terms of like bipedal arms and legs yeah. and stuff. And the reason the head of the robots wants to kill him is because he was able to change a robot and change, I guess, like their programming uh, without actually like doing anything internally, like like doing anything with, with like uh, tools or anything. He just like convinced the robot to be different. Mm. Um and used like you know love and other shit and friendship and whatnot, but uh, because of that, the robot's like he's like an anomaly or something, or basically he's a threat. So we need to eliminate him above all else. Among like kill, just kill everything. We just need to kill everything. Uh, it turned out like they reveal like uh, there's this really cool thing where they show like the proto these proto beings that uh, created all the robots, and you see why the robots look like that. They mimic the form of their creators who did mm, okay. like have the interesting structure bodies and uh in the place where the robots were created you find like the entire race of those creatures and this is still on the same planet the kids are on are all dead and it turned they're like oh we have to tell the robots that uh their creators are dead and just that they don't have to be following this programming anymore if their creators are dead the robots are like oh no we did that uh yeah we- i figured <laughs> and i was like oh shit so Wait, so I, did they actually figure out a way to communicate with the robots? More or less, yes. Uh, Will actually does find a way to do it. And at a certain point, like, they reunite with the uh, family. Like, all the families reunite. And they get to the colony they've been trying to get to. Like, there's already an established planet that is terraformed and hospitable and everything else. And they finally get there. And they're like, we did it. Hey, robots are coming. Oh, fuck. Mm. Uh, so... Turns out, too, Will tries to stop them one last time before they get to this planet. And the main robot stabs him. And he's just like, no. <laughs> so Will, like, almost dies. Damn. Uh, yeah. And instead, like, he gets there still. And they're like, yeah, we had to give you an artificial heart because, you know, he stabbed you in the heart to save you and stuff. Uh, you find, like, a planet of all these other robots. They went to get, like, reinforcements, more or less. Uh and it turns out like there's two like sex of robots and these ones end up like following eventually where it ends up like the main robots that are evil get taken out uh some actually switch sides like uh some of the robots are damaged by an explosion and the, some of the kids including penny actually help them and get them up and they legitimately all turn like humanoid style and then oh. turn on the other ones and it's like a cool robot fight for a bit but the show, like, stays true to itself. Like, it remains the same style for all three seasons. Uh, you get all the character development you more or less want, whether it's, like, the struggling marriage of the Robinson parents, uh, the oldest daughter, Judy, finding her birth father, and just kind of, like, figuring out, like, how much pressure she was under as the oldest kid, always, like, having to make sure everyone sees her as perfect, and uh, her trying to figure herself out of, like, am I or, like... Uh, you know, people put too much pressure on me, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Penny being like the one who maybe psychologically hasn't been dealing with her parents being gone for a good amount of time that well, uh, but also has been like the narrator of the story more or less because she actually writes a book about their entire adventure. Oh. And that's kind of like the whole way it's been doing it. Uh, and then Will, who has, you know, he's like the main character more or less. He's the one that has the relationship with the robot and eventually like when the show ends they're all happy 
in this new planet that they finally made it to that took three seasons to get there. Will ends up leaving still as a young kid, but with now the robots, uh, some of the robots left, did their own thing. Others are actually staying and now they're like just helping the colony. Like they're just, yeah, they've uh, uh, integrated into the colony or just helping out now. Uh, to the point now they're like, okay, cool. So there's no more threats. So Will and his robot leave and just start exploring. They're just like charting planets now and hmm. learning about the ecosystems at each one and whatnot just to explore and stuff. See the see the galaxy, I guess you could say, more or less. And I thought it was pretty cool the way it ends that way. Uh, and he, they're like, be home for the summer. <laughs> and you're <laughs> like, okay. Um, On what planet? <laughs> yeah. So they do that. They have Smith and the, I don't know if you remember in the movie or anything else, but they have Smith who's like an evil scientist pilot guy or whatever, or an evil scientist guy in this it's a show, you know, he's a woman and she eventually like becomes good. Like will even makes like kind of convinces her to be good. Uh, there's a pilot that's been like part of the family the whole time. So there might, he's just kind of there. He doesn't really develop too much. I think before he was like a smuggler who was out for himself. He integrates with the family more or less. Uh, Smith becomes not, I'm not going to fuck everyone over part of the, like she also, risks her life for the family too by the end of it like the first two seasons she's a villain season three she is a good guy who is struggling and has multiple points of like it's do or die uh for her where it's like are you good or evil she has like i want to say two or three uh, moments of that and each one she does pass the test which is nice um but yeah really good show i loved it a lot um I'm just happy now one less show I got under my belt to deal with. So that's also nice. Um, Yeah. And it didn't get dragged on until it was just dead. (laughs) Speaking of, uh, I haven't watched the new trailer for Stranger Things 4 yet. Um, And I'm also like, I'm like, how many, didn't they say it's like season five is the final season now, finally? Oh, because they should probably end it. Wait. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like they're, that show, I'm like, kind of like, I used to be excited for that show and I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'll watch it. I'm not really like, I think the first two seasons were exciting and you got really hyped because it was like nostalgia factor of like, Hey, look, VHS stuff. And it's the eighties. Isn't that cool? And you're like, Mm -hmm. wow. And now you're just kind of like, well, now everyone's trying to play to our nostalgists and you're not really that special anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. Hard to say. Um, yeah, I guess that's that's it for now. Uh, I got like three movies that I watched on Netflix, but I can take those out later. Uh, it was like I've been trying to knock out older movies I've had on my queue for a long ass time. But uh, yeah, definitely for another time for sure, though. But I'm glad I, I keep glad. putting off watching Tenet on HBO. I still have to watch that. I, I don't know. I think I'm like, I just wanted to see that in the theater and I didn't get to. At this point, I like everything I've heard is just like it's just kind of OK. It's visually People, my interesting. My friends said okay. they enjoyed it just to turn off your brain and i'm like because it's like you know time shit and yeah. all that stuff so i see why they would say that because it's probably like you don't want to think too hard on those aspects but i know you yeah and i know you will i watch so like th- there's a channel i watch on youtube that does like they they talk about visual effects and stuff like that and they covered a scene from tenant where like there's a group of people fighting like going backwards through time and then like another group of people experiencing time normally and i'm like 
how do you even have that fight? Like, the people that are going through time forward are gonna just, like, not remember any of the shit that happens, like, to them from the people going backwards because their timelines wouldn't sync up. Like, it wouldn't make any sense. Or, no, no, the people going backwards, like, they wouldn't... Literally, they would not remember being punched two seconds ago because to them, it happens in two seconds. So they wouldn't literally wouldn't remember it. I don't understand... (laughs) We'll see. Maybe it makes more fun, uh, more sense in context. Well, you don't need to watch it now, considering the fact that, like, you know, our next episode in May will be anime, and then the one after that will be True. Horizon. So, like, yeah. If anything, I think like that's a someday movie. That's like in May. I think the third week of May or something. We could do uh, an episode where it's just once. It's like kind of like that Disney one we did, except it'll be like mm. Encanto. Uh, what was it? Uh, Turning Red. The pandemic figure, movies we missed. <laughs> I, I figure I'll watch Hamilton Musical 2, talk about that. And last time we did four movies, we could make Tenet the fourth one and be like, yeah, we did all these Disney things and Tenet. So I'll just title the, the title of the episode Disney's Tenet. <laughs> just <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> uh, we could, yeah, we'll figure it out. I think that'll be a fun one, though. Just knock out some movies and stuff. Um, but all right. Yeah, that, that's been this episode, though, of Sutra Side Talk. Uh, once again, you know, in the beginning, kind of explained what's going on in the future this month and next month and everything else. Uh, otherwise, if you want to comment on the show, uh, send us messages with uh, feedback or just send us a question for the show, you can at SutraSideTalk at gmail.com. Uh, it's a title of the show at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. Uh, like I said, just active on Instagram for now, barely. Uh, but once I'm done with this stuff, either at the end of this month or next, uh, a certain point next month, we will, you'll see an influx of things. Uh, otherwise, uh, please subscribe to the show on whatever platform you're listening or watching on. If it's Apple podcast, if you can really help us out since we don't really ask for any money, uh, please give us a five star review. Uh, if it is Spotify, rate us, or if it's YouTube, you know, give us a like besides subscribing and, you know, please share all this out on whatever platform to your friends, family, whoever, uh, just get it out there. That would really help us out and, uh, get us more, uh, you know, more listens. That's honestly what I just want for the most part right now is just more listens. That would be key to just us growing, if anything. Uh, otherwise, you could follow James on Twitter at InvaderJim124. You could follow me on Twitter at GoGoComzilla. And uh, yeah, that's it. We will catch you next month. I was going to say next Yeah. Week. Next <laughs> month, uh, which is in two weeks, uh, on our episode covering, like I said, Yashihime, My Dress Up Darling, and Attack on Titan, the final season, part two. Until then, see you later. Thanks for listening. <laughs>